grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today from Luke, the 18th chapter, Jesus used this illustration to show his disciples that they needed to pray all the time and never give up. You know, dear friends of Christ, sometimes the parables of Jesus are, are difficult, and we could write many sermons on, on one parable. That's not the case today. Uh, this is a simple parable about uh, a widow and a corrupt judge. And just to make sure that we get the point, Luke spells it out. Jesus told them the parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and never lose heart. And so just like that, we hit our theme for the day. Don't lose heart. Keep praying. Losing heart. Losing heart is a death of prayer. Losing heart squeezes the breath and life out of prayer. Losing heart happens when you pray and you pray and you pray and you pray some more and you pray for someone or you pray for something and your prayers are never heard, never fulfilled, and nothing changes. Been there? Do you know somebody who's prayed like that? Desperately? Praying for change, but eventually praying with a lost heart eventually praying in a way that they give up their prayers cease the prayers come to an end and it happens to all of us we all lose heart and it can happen to the best christians who should know better we've all been there each one of us you know we're not like jacob who wrestled with god and wrestled with him all night long didn't give up no we too often give up we give up, and we end up losing in the end. Jesus knows our struggles. He knows how easily we give up. He knows how easily we are willing to lay aside prayer, that we don't enjoy talking to him. And so Jesus gives us this story to help us remember. Don't lose heart. Keep praying. You know, the old widow in our text, she has no name. She's just a widow. Nothing special about this woman. Again, no standing, no influence, no money. But this woman had a problem. Apparently, she'd been ripped off, and she wanted justice. She wanted her stuff back. So this pesky woman shows up in a courtroom of an unjust judge who doesn't care about people and doesn't fear God, asking for justice. The judge kept stonewalling her, putting her off, ignoring her, her claim. Still, this heroine refused to give up. She refused to give in. She was persistent, and she pounded the judge with her claim day after day with her persistent petitions. petitions. And eventually, the judge caved in because she was bothering him so much. So why did Jesus tell this story? Again, it's a perfect picture of faith that expresses itself in persistent prayer. Don't lose heart. Keep praying. You know, being persistent is what we saw in our Old Testament lesson. There was Jacob, and Jacob needed prayer because he was heading back to his home. 
He had been away for so many years, he had left because he had betrayed his brother, stolen his birthright and the blessing. And his brother, as Jacob fled, said, if you come back, I'm going to kill you. And Jacob needed prayers. He's coming back with his whole family. And so there we see him, but before he meets his brother Esau, his estranged brother, he wrestles with God in the wilderness. God wrestles with Jacob. You need to understand you wrestle with God too. We wrestle with God all the time. But no one, no one wrestles with God and wins. No one. Satan can't wrestle with God and win. The demons of darkness can't wrestle with God and win. No one wrestles with God and wins. And yet Jacob did. In fact, he told the man he was wrestling with, I won't let you go until you bless me. He was persistent. Not going to let you go. We'll do this all day. I can do this a whole nother night. And the Lord said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and have prevailed. So Jacob refused to let the Lord go until he blessed him. And of course, we need to understand this clearly. Understand this clearly. Jacob never stood a chance. Jacob, there was never a moment in that wrestling match where Jake was going to win. God let him win. Jacob prevailed because God let him win. We wrestle with God in prayer too. We wrestle with God in life. You know, sometimes God allows things to happen in our lives, things that we don't like. He puts them there. Things that happen from a fallen and cursed world, sickness, pain, suffering, death. He allows them. He allows them. God doesn't remove the curse. He does, however, promise to give us strength. He does, however, promise that when we wrestle with Him, we'll have the strength to endure. He promises, just like Jacob wrestled. Jacob struggled. But know this. We need to understand this. Jacob would not have wrestled with God and endured if God had not given Jacob the strength to endure. God gave that. Not only did God give Jacob the strength to endure the wrestling match, he also gave them the strength to win, but he also blessed him changed his name to Israel, which means God strives. God st- I thought Jacob was striving. I thought Jacob had to strive all night. Oh no, oh no. God is the one striving. God strove for Jacob. God strives for you. He battled for the children of Israel. He's battling for you. That's what our God does. And we see that final battle in the words of Jesus from the cross when he said it's finished I've won the battle it's over with the blood has been shed the sacrifice has been made and I've won for my people I've fought for my people and because I'm victorious my people are victorious 
Don't you see? You're Israel. God strives for you. Now, just because God strives for you doesn't mean there won't be moments where you're going to have to wrestle with God. Yeah. You're going to have to wrestle. You will. There will be times of sorrow. There will be times of doubt. There will be times of pain. There will be moments of death. But like Jacob and like Job, you'll wrestle with God. But again, know this. God will let you prevail. He'll let you win. He'll give you the strength. You know, the corrupt judge ultimately let the widow win. He eventually gave her justice, justice for which she longed. The wrong was made right. And, and that's the way it is with Jesus. Jesus makes the wrong right. If justice were to prevail, we'd all be doomed. True justice. We deserve eternal death, but God strives for us. God sends His Son, Jesus. Our unrighteousness is covered by His righteousness. And He comes to us. And that's why we boldly approach God in prayer. God fights for us. God strengthens us. And that's why we can be persistent. And that's why we can trust in Him. And that's why we can come to Him. And that's why we're allowed to wrestle with Him. Express your faith. Don't give up. Don't despair. Don't lose heart. Keep on praying. But it's so easy to give up. When years and years go by and there's no answer from the Lord. I've been praying for years. What's What's the purpose? What's the use? It's so easy to lose heart. Give up. Our prayers become sporadic. They become anemic, weak, undisciplined. It's like that person who goes to the gym, you know, wants to lose weight. So goes to the gym, lifts a few, lifts a few weights for a few weeks. Then he comes to the conclusion, exercise doesn't work. I'm not losing any weight. Right? So he decides to give up exercise for the rest of his life. Doesn't work. The lesson is important. Don't lose heart. Keep praying. One example, beautiful example from history, of a woman, amazing woman of faith, who lived in 350 B.C. Let me tell you her story. Let me tell you about her life. She was raised a Christian, but she unwisely married an unbeliever, a man who not only abused her, but committed adultery against her that made her life a struggle. She struggled with all that, and she had a struggle with her mother-in-law, because her mother-in-law didn't like her either. All that negativity caused problems in her life. Her husband didn't love her, and neither did her mother-in-law. But this amazing woman didn't give up faith. No, 
She didn't give up. She's persistent. She kept coming to church. Back then, they went to church every day. She was in church every day. She prayed. Just like the widow in our story, she didn't give up. Eventually, over many years, she won the favor of her mother-in-law, won the love back of her husband, who then became a Christian. But then there was her rebellious son. You see, the son had been raised by the unbelieving father, by the abusive father, and all that had results, and the kid became rebellious. Negative effect, ne- that, that negatively affected her son. Eventually, that boy left, shacked up, left home, shacked up with his girlfriend, had a baby out of wedlock, got caught up in a new age religion, left the Christian faith. And what did this amazing mother do? Kept on praying. Kept praying for her son for years, praying and praying and praying and praying, and the years passed by, 10 years. Eventually, her son changed too. Her son changed and became a Christian, changed his ways. In fact, he became the head of the Christian church. His name? Augustine. St. Augustine. The great theologian and pastor of the church, the one that Martin Luther read to develop his theology. And his mother, who prayed for him, her name was Monica. The church calls her St. Monica for her faithful, persistent prayer. She never gave up. She wrestled with God in all her struggles. In all her burdens, she wrestled with God and prevailed. Her faith is one to follow. You know, pattern your faith after hers. Now, I could tell you that your life needs to be like St. Monica, or you need to pray persistently like the widow in our story today. But if I do that, I've, I've still failed. Because I haven't given you what you need so you don't lose heart. To give you what you need so you don't lose heart, I need to take you back to Jesus. So let's go back to Jesus. He's the judge. He rules in your favor. One day you're going to meet the judge, right? The judge of the living and of the dead. The good, the righteous judge. The judge who rules in your favor. The unjust judge in our parable, he eventually gave the woman what she wanted. He gave her justice because she was driving him nuts. But your judge, he loved you so much that he came to die on Calvary for you. He's on your team. He's in your corner. He strives for you. He fights for you. Jesus is the judge who stands in your place and he takes all your sins upon his shoulders. He becomes your mediator between you and God. He becomes your righteousness. He takes your guilt, your sin, your impatience. He takes your angry demands so that they no longer condemn you. Now, will those things cause you trouble yes 
So all those difficult things in your life bring negative results in your life? (laughs) Yes. Will those negative things cause you to wrestle with God? Yes. Will they negatively affect your life? Yeah. But they'll never condemn you. Because you've had a judge who fights for you. Paul writes, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The one who is crucified for you, the one who lived for you, is the one who saves you, who shed his blood for you, and he dies, he wrestles for you, he strives for you, he came for you, shed his blood for you, was crucified for you, and he gives you strength to wrestle with him. Gives you strength to wrestle with the difficulties in your life And he sustains you and he strengthens you for every trial in life. You know, it's kind of strange how Jesus ends the parable, though. He concludes with a question. When the Son of Man comes back, will he find faith on earth? Just like that, Jesus takes our prayers, all of our earthly struggles, and connects it to Jesus at the end, the judge who returns. And it makes perfectly good sense. For in that final day, everything will become perfectly clear. The judge will rule in our favor. Jesus carries us through every dark moment, don't you see? He carries us through every difficult event. Every difficult event. And then he gives us justice. Oh, not the justice we deserve. If we all got the justice we deserve, we'd be doomed. But the justice he won for us on the cross, his righteousness, that we might live out our life for him and his kingdom for all eternity. Christ's love is where faith is fed and forged. And in that faith, where faith is loved and fed and forged, in that faith you find persistent patient prayer and don't lose heart your judge is Jesus amen and now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting amen